Hello and welcome to another edition of the Standing Room Only Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Ben Standing. I cover the Washington Commanders for The Athletic. It is Wednesday evening. I was out at the park today, as you might imagine, as the Commanders uh, made some uh, made a tweak or two to the roster. They filled out a practice squad, and uh, we got to go in the locker room for the first time this this season. And uh, Jason Wright had some things to say about the name. It was a surprisingly busy Wednesday, and I want to go through it all with you here in a moment uh, on the podcast, which, of course, you can subscribe to on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you do your podcasting. Appreciate it uh, for the subscri- for, for those that subscribe. And um, if you've got a second to drop a, a rating and review on iTunes, that definitely helps the cause as well. A positive rating and review, obviously, would be the would be the ideal play. Um, my voice is still weird. I don't know what is going on. I don't know if this is a I've I've hit permanency with this, but it's better. But I don't know. Kind of drive me crazy a little bit. But I appreciate you uh uh got uh, gr- uh getting through this like as I am as well. Uh couple quick things though as far as the written side on the athletic i have written about the 53 man roster that came out officially yesterday about some of the um, notable moves there mitchell tinsley uh making the team as one of the seven wide receivers um why i didn't have an issue with jake Fromm being released he was signed today back to the practice squad but you can check that out in addition to that um my annual NFL agent survey uh, came out this week, the fifth annual part one dropped on Monday. And I, it's been, I really, really appreciate the response. All the, the comments in the uh, section on the athletic were, you know, it wasn't just kind of like, Hey, nice work, but there was a lot of people, you know, uh, excited about the insight that these agents provided on a variety of topics from the running back, market you know people complaining about the running backs not getting paid and i thought they were i thought they gave some real pretty sober analysis there considering that they have clients who are running backs also uh talked about jonathan taylor and the colts lamar jackson's contract aaron Rodgers, the deal that Lionel messi got is that something that could be relevant for athletes in other sports going forward including nfl players uh roger goodell's future and then also the annual questions about which GMs or front office personnel are best talent evaluators, who do you trust the most, who is the best one, all these kinds of things. I can't say that there's necessarily a ton here that is about the commanders, but it is all NFL related. And there also was a question. If we assume the commanders are no longer the most unstable franchise with Dan Snyder gone, who is? That's relevant to the commanders, right? So you can check all that out. But in addition, part two is dropping Thursday. You may, may be out by the time you hear this. Part two is primarily about the commanders. I asked agents questions. What are they What are they looking for forward to seeing this year with regards to Eric Bieniemy? What are their broad thoughts on Ron Rivera? What kind of advice would they give to Josh Harris as an owner? but also maybe specifically to owning this franchise because these agents have obviously dealt with Washington a lot over the years. How does Dan Snyder's absence, we know what it means to the fan base, 
What does it mean to agents and their clients? Uh, and some other topics as well. So you can check that out on The Athletic. And I will just say it is right now a dollar a month for 12 months offer. If you click on the link uh, to the survey, which I will tweet out at Ben Standig, or if you go to the commander's page, you will see it. If you tweet on, if you click on that, you should get the deal there. You know, a dollar a month for 12 months. I, you know, I'm not, I never want to tell anybody how to spend your money, but this is a pretty, as cheap as it's going to get to read, not just me, not just David Aldridge, but everybody on the athletic. All right. Um, let's get to some of the news of the day. So we'll get to the practice squad in a second, but the most relevant part in terms of week one in the first few weeks of the season is that the commanders placed Fedarian Mathis on IR to create a roster spot for Tyler Larson. Now, Larson is relevant just from the standpoint of, you know, gives them some more interior line depth that he obviously was uh, a pretty solid option for them last year, but injuries uh, you know, knocked him off the lineup the last couple of years, but nonetheless, Larson will give them um, some more depth. Let's Ricky Stromberg play guard if need be, et cetera. But we knew Larson was coming back. You know, for those of you who read my story or, or followed me on Twitter, you know, you, you heard that yesterday. Mathis is the other part of this. Um, it seemed lo- logical that if somebody was going on IR, that it would be him. He has not practiced in a couple weeks at least with this lingering calf injury. And, you know, obviously they kept 11 defensive linemen. So having one person go on IR for a little bit seem to make sense for that. Now, while they only technically have three pure defensive tackles, obviously John Allen, Deron Payne, and John Ridgeway, you do have James Smith-Williams, who both um, can play inside and have played. On IR, obviously this is not a season-ending situation, the way it was last year with the uh with the knee injury uh i saw fedarian mathis today he said he you know wouldn't be out too long he has to be out at least four weeks with this injury um it's a huge bummer i mean obviously they've invested they you know draft him in the second round it was a bit of a duran Payne hedge that became irrelevant with duran Payne staying but nonetheless he's a guy they use in that cinco package with five defensive linemen and it's a second round pick and at the moment he will have essentially played one game, not even a full game, uh, into his career into into year two. So it's a huge bummer for everybody involved, but uh, they're going to have to uh, muddle through it. I, obviously, if there's a position where they can afford an injury, this is the one when you go through the other players there. But nonetheless, a definite um, bummer. By the way, when I tweeted this, some people were asking, is it short-term IR or is it long-term IR, season-ending? Here's all you need to know, essentially. There is no... The, the the difference there is if you were put on IR before final cuts, like what happened with Braden Daniels, that is season-ending. Other than that, there is no short-term, long-term, right, technically. It's just you have to miss at least four games. And, that, and then you go from... You go from there. So... um. You know, he's out at least four games, and uh, 
you know, we'll see when he returns. Now, as far as the practice squad itself, they they got 16 people on it, 15 names you know because they were here uh, all summer, including Alex Arma. He came back, uh, as we said he would. He is on the practice squad. Uh, Curtis Hodges is on the 53. I, I discussed that yesterday on Kevin Sheehan's podcast, wrote about it a little. That one surprised me. I, I get it that they, they, they still like his athletic traits and the potential, but he just really seemed off most of the summer. Doesn't seem like a guy that I would have assumed they thought could help them this year, but nonetheless, that is uh, their plan. Anyway, uh, Jake Fromm is back. Again, no, no, no real surprise there. Casimir Allen is on the practice squad. Um, guard Mason Brooks is on the practice squad. Uh, wide receiver Bryson Tremaine is on the practice squad. Benning Patoa, I, I, I got to work, work on that name. I apologize. He's on, and that's actually notable because he may be called up in the first game or two off practice squad if they want another defensive tackle option. Uh, running back Derek Gore. Uh, let me just, you know, uh, William Bradley King and, and some of the other guys just, you know, deep cut practice squad the the one notable though who is was not part of washington's uh training camp roster jabril cox linebacker that was released by dallas he was a fourth round pick in 2021 out of lsu he had he was a surprise drop he had some uh injury health issues around the draft he fell a bit he is uh is considered to be a really significant uh, presence in uh, pass coverage. Ron Rivera talked today about his athleticism, that it's something that really stands out to them. Um, he's got, you know, he's going to learn Washington's offense. And, you know, look, Dallas decided they could live without him as well. So not going to sit here and say, wow, they just signed a pro Bowl player. But they did sign somebody who was, you know, considered to be a really interesting prospect not that long ago. And I think it's notable it's at the one position on defense not only is it a weakness, linebacker, but, you know, uh, Cody Barton really struggled, I thought, this summer. And, you know, Cox's skill set seems to me to match more of Barton's than, say, Jamin Davis's. So he could potentially be a hedge if Barton doesn't get going here. But anyway, um, you know, it's the type of move you want to see a team take. Let's take a look at this guy, bring him under our system. Can we get the most out of him? We will see, but that's what the practice squad looks like at this uh, at this point. And as we know with the practice squad, there will be constant movement throughout the year. Could even be before the season starts. Uh, we will see. I, I, I will just, I guess, quickly note: um, Dejon Harris also returned. So, with I would have said he is sort of the default linebacker five. Maybe it's Cox once Cox is ready, but he is back as well. Um, not back. No Jared Patterson, no Rashad Wild Goose. Patterson should not be surprised. Uh, again, if you're listening here, the guys who got released on Monday were the guys who they basically were saying we wanted to get them to get a, uh, a heads up in the free agent market, but they're not going to be an option for us. In fact, I don't believe that anybody who was signed uh, apologies, my phone just went off there. I don't think anybody who was signed to the practice squad today was released on Monday. So um, 
there you go on that. Um, couple other quick things here. Uh, let's get to Jason Wright today. All right. Um, so Jason Wright today was on 106.7 The Fan with our, our pals J.P. Finley and Brian Mitchell, and they went talked about, you know, obviously a different world with Josh Harris as owner compared to before, and uh, Jason Wright, you know, discussed uh, a lot of the positive things. He's basically said that they they basically said they sold out the regular seats for week one. That is a standing room only options available, which is obviously a pretty big deal. So kudos to, to the, to the team and everybody who is jumping back in to watch uh, that game. Um, he was also asked though about the name. And, and possible change, not a possible change even, but really one to the old name, to the Redskins name. He said, quote, it's not being considered, period. Now, that's notable because obviously since Josh Harris bought the team, there has been a lot of talk, not just about well, that, that they will or won't change the name from the commanders, but that that Redskins would be potentially in the mix there's this you know petition i've avoided talking about it because it doesn't really make any sense to me and i don't want to shed light on something that i think is not remotely relevant at all and i know others in town have fine but i've chosen not to do that but what i found out today on social media which admittedly i shouldn't put too much shouldn't focus too much there but nonetheless it's not a good place to have convert. Uh, try to have in, intellectual or in depth conversations, but what I think people don't understand is, in my view, the way that people reacted to some of the things that happened immediately upon Josh Harris and his group taking over the team has led in part to this talk of changing the name back to the old name. Because we had so many people making note of, oh, Josh Harris or Magic Johnson or somebody is wearing a shirt that doesn't say Commanders on it. When they had the uh, former players come in, it said Washington Legends. It didn't say Washington Commanders. Ignoring the fact that none of those guys played for the Commanders. It would be weird. They take pride in the old name regardless of why it has been phased out. They, you know, uh, Josh Harris and that group they are fans of this team, as we know, many of them from you know way back when, just like a bunch of us. It's it's a lot of people I know still use the old name or you know skins when talking in private. Well, they spent their entire lives talking about this in private. You're not going to automatically switch without making any mistakes once you have to start talking about it publicly. It took all of us on the beat a little bit of time to not botch it and and call it a name that was no longer the name. And because everybody kept taking all these moments, see, they didn't mention it here. They called it Washington. He's not wearing something that says commanders. All of this means they're changing the name and it's going to happen soon. Now by soon, it doesn't mean it's happening this season, obviously, but the inference is because they're doing these things subconsciously or consciously, they know they're changing the name and therefore we can get excited about that. The problem with that though was 
that you may have good intentions and saying, well, of course, it's not going to be Redskins, but the people who desperately want that latch on to the momentum. It is being discussed constantly. At least it was, you know, a few weeks ago. And the people who are, you know, whether you want to say delusional or passionate or whatever about getting the old name back, latched onto that momentum. I think these people who started this petition, I don't know them. I, I don't need to know them. I've seen who they are, and they don't look like they are uh, actually representing uh, Native Americans, but okay. They grab the hold of that momentum and try to push forward their own agenda. And this is why it, Jason Wright had to be asked about it today. I mean, he didn't have to be asked about it, but why logically it made sense to ask about it because it has become a big deal that this name, that, that this could be a topic. And that's why it has been so odd to me, the reaction. Um, the, it, it's like the people who, you know, there's a lot of people who want the name to change or think it is going to happen because of these tiny moments that I don't even think are relevant, that they're that they're making a bigger deal. They're inferring a lot more there. And then, like I said, the people who want the old name are glomming on to that energy and going from there. I've seen when I talked about this on Twitter today, I saw people saying to me, oh, Ben's just getting emotional about this. He must have some, you know, grind, axe to grind. And it's so funny because literally I haven't changed at all. My feet are in the exact same place they were the day before all this conversation began. Because I'm not looking at this as Josh Harris saying something or not saying something or wearing something or not wearing something as a sign of anything. But the people who who want, who desperately want the name to change, they are. They are ignoring that I just saw Magic Johnson on his Instagram. Uh, he, he posted a, a, a video. He got some um he got some sort of gift from I think it was LL Cool J or something. I don't know. But he's sitting there wearing a commander's gear. He was over in Europe on his great vacation. At one point there was a picture. He and his family are wearing commander's gear. Somehow that doesn't matter because that's not what people want to see. What they want to see is that the name is going to change. Therefore, anytime something happens that they want to infer something infer this means. It's it, 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 it subtext. We're changing it. Don't worry. They that's why they've moved way off in this in this conversation. Where for me, I'm not getting emotional about any of this. I'm not changing my view of this. If you ask me, do I think Ben? Do you think they're going to change the name? I would say logically, yes, they will. But not tomorrow. Most of you know I wrote a story a couple of years ago when we knew they were changing the name, but hadn't yet gotten to the commanders about the process. And it was a really fun story to, to look into, talk to a bunch of people in the industry. And one universal thing they all said was it takes 12 to 18 months, give or take for this to happen. Assuming you're doing the right, the right thing. Now it's possible. Josh Harris's group, unlike the, the last uh, time they made the name change. It's possible. They have started that process. Now who knows? And begun that process to uh, so that, you know, maybe 12 months from now, they're ready to go with a new name. Of course, that ignores the fact that Josh Harris has said repeatedly, here are the three priorities we have, um, including, you know, turn, helping the team win, 
re-engaging with the fans and getting the stadium ready for the season and all that. No, at no point has he said anything about the name change. Jason Wright today, nothing about the name change. Said it's not one of their main topics. And yet, again, this is the problem. Everybody is so passionate that, oh, I, I again, taking these little moments that likely mean absolutely nothing and flipping them into, oh, they're definitely doing X, Y, or Z. By the way, a lot of us are inferring, they're guessing, that Ron Rivera probably has to have a winning season this year, right, in order to keep his job. But we're inferring that. Josh Harris hasn't said that. We're just assuming that. And we have some logic on our side. And if the people want to say, well, there's logic in thinking that they would change the name, that's fine. But they're not changing it because he didn't wear, he wore a shirt that didn't say commanders on it. Okay. That would be my point. I'll stop there. But nonetheless, that's where things are at uh, with Jason right today on this um, topic. Uh, One last thing on the players. I forgot to mention this before. We spoke with Logan Thomas today. uh, And first time we've talked to him in a bit. You know, he basically missed pretty much all of training camp with this calf injury. He sounded pretty optimistic about being out there for week one. He didn't say it specifically, but he said he's got no restrictions, no limitations on the calf. That if this had been during the regular season, they would have ramped up the rehab, but they obviously were able to take their time a bit more because it was a training camp in the preseason. So he seems pretty optimistic about his chances of playing and being healthy. So needless to say, that is a good sign there. But, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a uh, fingers crossed situation all year just based on his recent history and age and so on. So um, I think those are the main points to make with regards to the commanders today. Uh, If you missed the last episode, I went through the Braden Daniels part of this, uh, of, of, of the roster reduction from 90 to 53, and also spoke with NBC Sports fantasy football expert Matthew Barry regarding fantasy football and the commanders as well so if you got if you got a draft coming up go check that out as well and again make sure you read my stuff on the athletic you can um again get a get a subscription for a dollar a month for 12 months um all right i talked enough this name changing drives me crazy happy if they change it i don't it's whatever i just just logic people just keep your head in the logic part of this and it will all be fine. At least, at least we hope. <laughs> um, all right, but that's it for now. Again, uh, part two of my agent survey up to up on Thursday, focused on the commanders primarily. So make sure you go and read that. But that is it for now. Ben Standick signing off. Until next time. See ya.